Chicago 15, slot right, single receiver, Hester to the left. Press coverage, snap to Haney, throws it over the middle. Intercepted! Intercepted! DJ Rodgers in the end zone for the Wisconsin Sports Trilogy presents the Packers Trilogy Podcast. Hey, old Packer fans, what's going on? Welcome to the Packers Trilogy Podcast presented by the Wisconsin Sports Trilogy, the podcast for diehard Packer fans by diehard Packer fans. I am your host, Trevor. You can find me on Twitter at Bender underscore Trevor. Today, I am doing a solo podcast. Uh, Not really sure what happened to Tyler. I told him. Uh, what time I needed to record by, and I haven't heard from him since then. So, doing a solo podcast today. You can find Tyler on Twitter at Tyler Kurth. And as always, make sure you're checking out our podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Trilogy underscore Pod. Today, I got quite an eventful offseason weekend to go through uh, for the Green Bay Packers. First and foremost, I just want to start with the Rodgers MVP. First off, he dropped some bombshells in there that I'm sure a lot of people are talking about. I've seen quite a few people talking about it. I thought it was hilarious after after he had his speech. Um, a lot of the, the guys on Twitter, the, the people on Twitter that I'm following was like, wait, he's engaged? <laughs> what? Um, but well-deserved Aaron Rodgers 100% was the MVP of the league in 2020. He he was amazing. Absolutely amazing. A, a level that I did not know he was gonna, going to be able to get back to. Um, and he was back to that, you know, 2014 Aaron Rodgers. I still don't think it's quite 2011 um, level Aaron Rodgers, but he was pretty damn amazing this year and well-deserved for his third MVP uh, just wish we could have gotten him that Super Bowl MVP this year. And having, I would be having a lot of stress right now if that was the case as I'm recording at about 1030 uh, before the Super Bowl. So yeah, I, I wish I wish we were talking about a game, that's for sure. Um, but well-deserved for Aaron Rodgers. And Devontae Adams did not win Offensive Player of the Year that went to Derrick Henry. I get it. Derrick Henry definitely deserved that, but um, I hope Devontae actually, you know, got some votes because he was incredible in his own right. Um, Other than that, there was no other Packers winning anything like that. No offensive rookie, defensive rookie of the year. That went to Justin Herbert and Chase Young. Um, No other players. Aaron Donald won defensive player of the year, so... Overall, um, it was exciting to see Rodgers win the MVP again. Like I said, hopefully we can get him to win um, a Super Bowl MVP next year. That would be amazing. Next on the list, 
is Charles Woodson made it into the Hall of Fame. And if you haven't watched the minute or so video of uh, Charles being told, you need to watch it. it it's amazing. Um, he was just kind of in shock. I think, I think we all knew that he was going to be one to make its first ballot Hall of Fame type of guy in Charles Woodson, one of the best to ever do it. We all knew that, but it's still the shock initially and then the emotion that came out from Charles was absolutely incredible and well-deserved for him. Definitely deserved to be in the hall. Um, and I'm glad that he is in. I just still think it's absolutely baffling that Leroy Butler didn't make it in. Last year, Steve Atwater somehow makes it in instead of Butler. And now this year, somehow John Lynch gets in instead of Butler and Butler flat out was the better player. I am not old enough to remember a ton of Leroy Butler. You know, I was born around the time that, you know, he was in his prime and, and making plays for the Green Bay Packers. So I don't remember him playing a ton. But, you know, you go back and you watch highlights of this guy. You know, you just listen to people talk about him. And if you are able to watch, go back and watch some of his game film, he is very, very impressive. He's he's He deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. He is a Hall of Famer by all accounts, except the Hall doesn't fucking know what they're talking about, apparently, because he deserves to be in over Steve Atwater and uh, Lynch. I John Lynch does not deserve to be there over Leroy Butler. It's it's stupid. It It is absolutely ridiculous. I really don't understand how this keeps happening. He needs to be in there. Um, and I will say Leroy Butler has been um, very... He he is very good about it. Huspacker fans have not been very good about holding back on the Pro Football Hall of Fame because he needs to be in there. There's no way John Lynch and Steve Atwater are there before him. And I... I just don't get it. He's He's got to be... He should have been in years ago. Years ago. But he's not in next year. He absolutely needs to be in there. I do not understand at all how a guy that has all-decade team in the 90s... He was on the all-decade team in 1990. And he is the only player to get that all-decade team in from 1970, 1980, 1990. He's the only player that's not in the Hall of Fame, but has that um, get has that you know award or you know that good of a player that he made the All-Decade team, but somehow he's not on the list. And I'm pretty sure John Lynch and Steve Atwater aren't close to being on that All-Decade team, but somehow they make it into the Hall of Fame. So just a few stats. John Lynch, first team All-Pro twice. Uh, Leroy Butler did that four times. 26 interceptions for Lynch, 38 for Leroy Butler. Um, John Lynch, 16 forced fumbles. Leroy had 13. Uh, Lynch did have 13 sacks. Leroy didn't have that a part of his game. Two and a half. Um, and then each had one ring. I don't understand how a safety... With those 
stat lines how Leroy Butler doesn't get in before John Lynch because Leroy Butler was by far the better player. Makes no sense at all. <laughs> Absolutely no sense. And actually, um, I, I said that wrong. Looking back at some other stats, it was 20.5, not 2.5. So um, I I don't get it. I don't get it. It It is absolutely ridiculous. John Lynch should not be a Hall of Famer. He should not have that gold coat. And it is completely ridiculous that he has it. And Leroy Butler does not. Just, I'm sick of the popularity contest. Get the best players in the Hall. I don't care if you like them or not. Get the best fucking players in the Hall of Fame, please. Whew. Let's, let's move ahead to... Packer-centric talk now. Um, So if you're living under a rock and don't know, the Packers have been, I don't know if it's been official, official from the Packers website, uh, from Packers. I, I don't know. I haven't heard it's been truly official, but it's been reported that the Packers are signing Joe Barry as the defensive coordinator. Now, before we got that news, we got news that, uh, Jim Leonard took his name out of the running, essentially, that he was going to stay in Madison. I think that's good for the Badgers. As a Badger fan, that's good for the Badgers. I, I like that for the Badgers. I just thought it would be so beneficial for the Packers to get him. And it does sound like the reports are out there that Matt LaFleur did offer him the job. And he turned it down. Now there's people upset at Jim, Jim Leonard for going through the process of, you know, getting interviews and all this type of stuff. Hey, I, th- you can't say that. Like, you're not, if if you get a job offer, you see a job, you go, you go interview to see what it would be like. Is it better than your current opportunity? What's the wage? All that type of stuff. And just because he's on a public platform, he can't do that. Of course he can. He's trying to figure out what's best for his life, his family, all of that stuff. And trying to figure out if it's the right time to make the move, all of this type of stuff. And to do that, you need to go on the interview. So stop being upset with Jim Leonard because he made the decision to stay in Wisconsin. Now, that's something I would never do if I had an opportunity. But I am more of a diehard Packer fan than I am a Badger fan. Um, But... He, he was looking out for his best interest, trying to figure out what is the best way moving forward for him. And he decided that's to stay at Madison. And that's what he did. So stop ragging on Jim Leonard because he he played the Packers or whatever you're saying. No, he didn't. He was trying to figure out what the best move for him was. And he decided that staying in as the Wisconsin coordinator in Madison, that that was the better option for him. And I I truly cannot fault him for that. Um, and hopefully he can bring home a national championship some point in his career at Wisconsin because he is a very, very good coach. He's done a great job um, taking, you know, not great level recruits and making great defenses out of them year after year after year in Wisconsin. So... Let's move forward to our actual defensive coordinator hire, Joe Barry. I will be honest, I was not excited about this hire. Um, Little bit confused. I thought it was going to be, you know, Evero was the initial reporting after Leonard didn't get it. It sounded like it was going to be Evero. And then um, the Washington 
DB's coach, I think Chris Harris was also in there, and then Joe Barry. And Joe Barry seems it was the pick. Um, you know, he has some relationship with Matt LaFleur. They were at the Rams together. Uh, Joe Barry, the last four years, was the linebacker's coach for the Rams. So a guy that a lot of Packers fans wanted. He helped develop him in Corey Littleton. Uh, in free agency last year, that was someone on every- that was a target for all Packer fans if they could afford it to get him. Um, and Joe Barry was the position coach helping him get to that level. Um, and he does not seem to be the same in or at the Raiders. So that that is noteworthy, I think. Um, and Joe Barry did just go technically. He was at the Chargers, were with the Chargers for a couple weeks. Um, but now... He got a promotion, you know, getting the defensive coordinator position. I think he was a linebackers and pass game coordinator. He would have been for the Chargers. Um, But now he's moving on up to defensive coordinator in Green Bay. And that's something to talk about. I know a lot of Packer fans are mad about this and upset and all of this stuff. Everyone is completely... (laughs) Completely upset about the hiring, um, but let's get into this. We the the things that people are not mad about, or the people that are mad about this, will say is he was a terrible defensive coordinator um, when he was one. So he was a defensive coordinator for the Lions and the Washington Football Team. Um, it was back a while. It was two thousand seven, two thousand eight, I believe, for the Lions, and then. 14 and 15, I believe, um, while he was in Washington. And he was bad. The, their defenses were terrible <laughs> um, when, when he was the defensive coordinator. But the thing was, was their, defense, their defenses were terrible before he got there and after he left. So it wasn't just a Joe Barry thing. It was the talent was not there on either one of those two rosters. And it, it does worry me a little bit that they were that terrible, that he didn't improve them slightly or anything like that. Their defenses were just pretty bad. Um, but I do think that the talent level is going to be much higher on this Packers team, which means if he took something from Brandon Staley, you know, he took something from Wade Phillips and, and started developing more of this idea of how to run a defense a little better he's got a little bit more experience now hopefully hopefully he's figured out how to run a defense because he needs to be able to we cannot take a step back with this defense and there is there's a possibility with anyone that they took that that could be a possibility um but the previous Experience as a defensive coordinator does not mean that Joe Barry is going to be terrible in Green Bay. Now, I do think it's something that, you know, if he hasn't figured it out in a year or two, I think Matt LaFleur cannot have a long leash with this. He's he's got to continue to find someone else if if this isn't it. If Joe Barry isn't the guy then he needs to have a short leash and not be like, oh, I hired him, I got to keep him on, you know, whatever. Do not do the Dom Capers thing. So if that's the case, got to move on from him quickly. But also as Packer fans, 
stop being so fucking negative all the time. Just hope that, you know, Matt LaFleur knows what the fuck he's doing more than you do. And that Joe Barry's going to be able to figure this out and take this defense up a peg to get us to the Super Bowl and, and a chance to win a Super Bowl because that's what we're here to do. And newsflash, that is what Matt LaFleur is trying to do as well. He's, he's trying to get to that level and he thinks this is the best move. And Matt LaFleur has made some good coaching hires. You know, we all thought when he moved on from Campton, the offensive line coach, that that was a terrible move. Then he brings in Stenovich and great offensive line coach. He has been phenomenal since his time in Green Bay. Um, you know, Nathaniel Hackett is another one, bringing in Jerry Gray. You know, all of these things. He has done a pretty good job with his coaches as well as his scheme. So you just got to trust the guy. I I am nervous about it too, but there's no reason to be mad, upset, frustrated until we see what's what comes on the field with Joe Barry's defense. Let's just try to figure it out. You know, it's been five, six years since he's coordinated. Let's figure out, you know, if he's learned stuff, if, if he's gotten better. You know, maybe he can help Chris Barnes become more of a true like Mike linebacker that you fully trust and with Joe Barry sounds like a lot of cover two is going to be his kind of bread and butter his base defense is going to be cover two with that you need a middle linebacker and Corey Littleton did a good job for him while he was in LA and he really developed him into a good cover two linebacker so he needs someone can he develop a Komal Martin a Chris Barnes someone to to take care of the middle part of that defense and allow you to run cover two. Obviously, there's going to be more to that. They're going to do a lot more than just cover two coverage, all that kind of stuff. Um, you can't just run one coverage in the NFL. You will get destroyed. But you do need a linebacker, and hopefully that he can he can start developing one. Not that he'll be in the room every, every day, but hopefully he can continue to develop a Chris Barnes, a Kamal Martin, or hopefully both of them to better them and better this defense moving forward because we have guys at every level outside of linebacker that are going to help you. We have that A number one corner. We have a top-tier ta- pass rusher in Zedaria Smith. We have a top-tier... At, or interior defender in Kenny Clark. We have Darnell Savage, Adrian Amos on the back end. We need just someone in the middle part of that defense to help solidify things and really make us take the next step. I think that would be very beneficial. I do want... Hit us up on Twitter. Let us know what your guys' thoughts are of this hire. Um, like I said, I, I understand you know not loving it. I didn't love it when I saw it. I thought... Everett would be a better candidate, but Joe Barry, even though his defensive coordinator um, resume isn't good, is a more established coach in this league. You know, he's been coaching for a much longer time. He he has been um, the guy that has helped Corey Littleton move on. Like, he's been a good position coach in his career, so that is a good thing. Um, I mentioned I didn't want to retread, and that's part of the reason I don't like this. I would have liked a young, up-and-coming coach, new new kind of mindset, all this t- type of stuff. Um, that's why if it wasn't Leonard, I wanted Evero. I thought that would be fun. I thought he would be a good fit, and 
I, I just would have loved that, um, and I thought that was the right choice. But again, not going to doubt Matt LaFleur too much because he has been very, very good through two years here in Green Bay. So I will trust him, um, and, and hopefully that we see Joe Barry really starting to come into his own as a defensive coach, um, defensive coordinator, because we haven't seen it in the past, but let's let's figure that out. There has been reporting out there from around league sources, you know, asking how do, how would you describe Joe Barry? And the the common words were aggressive and energetic. And those are two things I was looking for in the young coach, you know, aggressive mindset, you know, let's let's get off the field to give Aaron Rodgers a chance. Let's not sit back on third and three. Let let's get up. Let's make a play. Let's get off the field. Um, having that aggressive mindset is important, and Joe Barry has that, so that's a plus there. The energetic attitude, you know, getting the defense going, getting them pumped up. You don't have fans maybe at the beginning of next year, whatever, or not a full stadium. You know, getting that defense pumped up, getting them energetic. Getting that juice back because we saw what this defense can do with some juice. That that is important. I think we do have to see the scheme work. We, he has to be able to put it all together and coach the team, the defense as a whole, well, and, and get them in the right spots, get them in the right opportunities, play to the advantages that these top tier talent that the Packers actually have on defense for the first time in a long time, having this amount of talent. You just got to put them in the right spots to succeed, and that's Joe Barry's job. And then those intangibles of just the energy that he's going to bring to the to every practice, to every game, and then also the aggressive nature and and the aggressive style of his play calling, all that type of stuff. I I am looking forward to seeing what he can do. Again, not the hire I wanted, but also I understand it, and hopefully we see him progress as a defensive coordinator because if you're hoping for anything other than that or you're already saying, fire Barry, why don't you live a happy life? Like, why why are you constantly complaining about everything? Let's look at the positives here. Let's, let's have some optimism going into the next season rather than just assuming because you didn't like the hire that it's going to be the wrong thing. Why don't you hope you're wrong rather than your coach is wrong? Because if your coach is wrong, that means this team isn't going to be Super Bowl caliber. But if you're wrong, that means this team could be Super Bowl caliber and it just hurts your ego a little bit. Get over yourself. Get excited. And let's hope that this really solidifies this defense. It takes them up a peg and and gets a chance for another Rodgers Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP, all that kind of stuff. One more thing before I get out of here. Carson Wentz is rumored to be going to Chicago via a trade. Um, He has not looked good recently. And that part of it kind of makes me laugh because I'm sure the Eagles are actually going to get a decent haul for him because he's still young. He still has a lot of talent. But it's about, is he going to get back to that level of player? And if they give up a boatload of picks and now they don't have ways to help Carson, I think he's going to kind of continue down this trend that he's going. But if they can get him for relatively cheap and they can get pieces around him to help him, I do think this could potentially be a scary thing. I I don't think Carson Wentz is just done. I, I think Carson Wentz was way too talented to just be done 
after you know one season of bad play really bad play so um it'll be interesting to see what happens there something to monitor if the rumors out there are true i guess we could be seeing carson wentz in chicago but we'll, we'll have to wait and see we'll talk about that more if that happens but the rumors are out there uh for what that's worth that's gonna be it for me today just wanted to get on talk a little bit about the new defensive coordinator joe barry i wanted to talk about um you know charles woodson aaron Rodgers. unfortunately the bullshit that's happened with Leroy butler um so continue to check us out at trilogy underscore pod uh, for all of our content on there, all of our podcasts. So make sure you're checking that out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And also subscribe on YouTube. And until next time, Go Pack Go!